The one question I dreaded growing up was about my racial identity, and more specifically, what I was. I would constantly be asked this by my peers, on online surveys, and any other form of questionnaire possible. To some, this may be a simple question to answer, they would usually say white, black, east asian, south asian, etc, but for me, it truly sends me back to years of me suppressing my racial identity and truly being confused in this department. I had always known I was ethnically Afghan growing up, although being born and raised in Canada. I was a first-generation Canadian, which prompted me to help my parents translate things from English to Persian, me stepping in as a spokesperson at the age of seven, and raising them in a foreign world that was pretty new to me too. This was the normal for me growing up, and being such a naive child, I thought that this was the reality for everyone else too. That was, until children around me started to formulate opinions of their own and started judging me for the stuff I once thought was normal. My elementary school was a good mix of ethnic minorities, so to say that it was white-dominated would be a lie. To contrast that, however, I grew up taking French immersion, which lacked people of color, as learning two languages, both English and their mother tongue, was enough for them. My parents disagreed, however, and I was learning three languages by the age of six. It was around the fourth grade when my peers around me started pointing things out and recognizing everyone's individuality. Something's good, but unfortunately, something's bad. When hotter weather was approaching and it was socially appropriate to wear t-shirts, I decided to wear my favorite Hello Kitty t-shirt, which obviously exposed my arms as it was a short-sleeved shirt. I thought nothing of it whatsoever, but someone decided to point out the hair on my arms, making a mockery out of them, even though I had no problem with them whatsoever. Having more melanin as a person of color, there is no doubt that the hair on my body would be darker than other people, but someone who has never seen this phenomenon before was weirded out, and I felt like an animal in cage at a freak show. I remember crying to my mom later that day, begging her to let me get rid of the hair on my arms so that I could look like the other white girls in my class, conforming to European beauty standards, and she did. Another thing I was constantly being ridiculed for was the mess of hair I had on my head. I had long, beautiful ringlets since I was a baby, and I truly loved my curls as it reminded me of my favorite Disney princess, Merida. I had no problem with them myself growing up, but the praise I would receive when I'd straighten my curls and how my mom would always tell me that my hair looked messy when it was natural truly damaged my self-esteem, and it prompted me to damage and straighten my hair every single day for the rest of my life, leaving me with little to no curls. I straightened away the history of my ancestors, the beautiful curly hair that represented my racial identity, and I conformed, yet again, to another European beauty standard. There were so many more instances where normal things within my racial identity were pointed out and ridiculed to the point where I didn't want to identify with my race anymore. I went through an ideology that a lot of minorities go through, which is internalized racism. Internalized racism, by ThoughtCo's definition, is a form of internalized oppression in seeing yourself as less than because of your ethnic and racial identity. Despite not even knowing this term at the age of 9, I still had a strong sense of it because of the influence my peers had on me. Every time someone told me I looked Latina, Arab, or European, I gleamed in joy. I went ahead and told people that if the name Rahil was too hard to pronounce, they can call me Rachel, which is the English translation of my name. Every single time I was acknowledged for a different racial identity and I was seen in a non-Afghan light, I was happy, but this was not a good thing in the long term. I would stay out of the sun when all of my friends were playing just so I wouldn't get a tan and stay pale like the other kids in my class. I refused to wear any ethnic clothing as I found it to be weird and cringy. 
I would only speak English to my parents in public so that people wouldn't know Persian was my first language. I would let my internalized racism control and change me to such extents to the point where I couldn't even recognize myself anymore. Although I never experienced explicit racism, these acts of subtle racism truly impacted me in how I saw myself conforming me into someone I barely recognized. Growing up and seeing society progress into a more accepting community, I have outgrown some of these internalized racist thoughts I had during the past few years of my life. Instead of constantly wanting to dye my hair blonde and buy blue eye contacts, I have been dyeing my hair black and embracing my brown eyes that have helped me see the world in beautiful lights. Instead of repressing the fact that I could speak Persian, I take pride in it as some people have difficulty speaking one language, let alone three. Instead of making people call me Rachel, I teach others how to pronounce my name, and I even bought a name necklace in Arabic that says my name. There is no doubt I still have some internalized racism. I still do straighten my hair every day to deal with the damage that has already been done. I do get anxious when around white-dominated communities, as I fear I might be ridiculed like I once was as a child, and I still am insecure of the hair that grows on my body. Unfortunately, these ideologies have been engraved in my mind and reversing them takes way too much effort for me to simply get rid of it. Regardless, I try my best to embrace my racial identity as much as I can and appreciate the world of my ancestors before my parents decided to immigrate to Canada. Now, whenever someone asks me what my racial identity is, I don't cringe or awkwardly try to change the topic. I simply answer Central Asian, but to be more specific, Afghan. I am now proud of the racial identity I was once afraid to embrace, and I couldn't be more proud of that.